This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It's said that any society is three missed meals away from chaos. Think of that. We saw it in New Orleans when the levees broke. Three days and it's chaos. Three skipped meals in any society and it's chaos. Have you solved your food problem yet? Imagine what would happen if those that depend on you had no access to food because of whatever is going on in the world. The last thing you want to do is suffer through a crisis without access to food. And that's why I encourage you to take decisive action now while you can to protect yourself and your family by building an emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is standing by to help right now. This week, their four-week food supply is 99 bucks. That's 140 adult servings of easy-to-cook food that Last up to 25 years, but you got to order now. Call 888-411-6875 or visit preparewithbeck.com. Limit two at this special $99 price, but the number to call is 888-411-6875. Or you can go online at preparewithbeck.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Since we first came to Washington, I've been chairing the President's Task Force on Healthcare. And every day I have been lucky to hear from people all over the country. But I think the person who best summed up the situation we face was a doctor I met recently at St. Agnes Hospital in Philadelphia. He said to me, you know the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, Mrs. Clinton, the system's broke and it's time to fix it. Since January, people from all over the government and experts from around the country have been working round the clock to come up with a comprehensive health care reform package. Anytime the government tells you they've developed a comprehensive reform package to fix a problem in the United States, any problem, run as fast as you can. With that announcement, First Lady Hillary Clinton uh, said that she was going to transform the best health care system available on the planet, the American health care system. Were there areas that needed to be addressed and possibly tweaked? Sure. But what Hillary was proposing was a major overhaul. The bill that she helped craft was a complex proposal of more than a thousand pages, and the core element of which was an enforced mandate for employers to provide health insurance coverage for all of their employees. But in 1993, that didn't go over well. This is what the Heritage Foundation said. The Clinton administration is imposing a top-down command-and-control system of global budgets and premium caps, a superintending national health board, and a vast system of government-sponsored regional alliances, along with a panoply of advisory boards, panels, and councils, interlaced with the expanded operations of the agencies of Department of Health and Human Services and the Department of Labor, issuing innumerable rules, regulations, guidelines, and standards. The next year, the midterm elections saw a massive victory by Republicans, restoring a GOP majority in the House and the Senate and guaranteeing a defeat of Hillary's big government health care bill. About a decade later, Hillary spoke about what she took away from that experience. How could I have thought that Washington, D.C. and the White House were in many ways more politically unready than Arkansas. Unready for the nation's first lady to continue working, number one, but unready for a first lady to be uh, involved in the work of her husband on behalf of our country. So I had run this very big enterprise for my husband in Arkansas to reform education. So when Bill asked me if I would work on health care, something that I had worked on also uh, to a lesser degree, 
I said, of course. Oh, my goodness. It was just such a firestorm. The nation was unready for a first lady to continue to work? No, I don't think so. It's highly doubtful that Americans would object to a first lady continuing to work. I mean, honestly, why would anyone care? However, one might have had an issue with an unelected person crafting legislation and then trying to jam it down the throats of the American people. So the nation dodged this bullet for a while. Fourteen years later, a candidate came out of nowhere with even more progressive ideas and ideals than Bill and Hillary Clinton combined. Whereas Bill Clinton calculated and triangulated, Barack Obama did not. One of Obama's progressive goals was to revive the effort to transform the American healthcare system and give the government far more control over 17% of the economy. If you ever want to change a country, you have to have education, you have to have the military, you have to have the media, and the last piece, you have to have health care. Now, it turned out that during the campaign for the Democratic nomination in 2008, he and Hillary were running with the same plan for health care. The main difference between Senator Clinton's plan and mine is the fact that she would force, in some fashion, individuals to purchase health care. If it was not affordable, she would still presumably force them to have it. Now, candidate Obama was extraordinarily clear during the campaign. A health care mandate would put an egregious burden on people who couldn't afford it, and it was ridiculous. If a mandate was the solution, uh, we could try that uh, to solve homelessness by mandating everybody buy a house. The reason they don't have a house is they don't have the money. That rang true to most, if not all, reasonable people. But unfortunately, the problem was, a couple of months after he was elected, that policy changed. Ultimately, philosophically, do you believe that each individual American should be required to have health insurance? I have come to that conclusion. Uh, I, during the campaign, I was opposed to this idea because my general attitude was the reason people don't have health insurance is not because they don't want it. It's because they can't afford it. And if you make it affordable, then they'll come. Um, I've been persuaded that there are enough young, uninsured people who are cheap to cover but are opting out uh, that to make sure that those folks are part of the overall pool uh, is uh, uh, the best way to make sure that all of our premiums go down. And so I'm now in favor of uh, some sort of individual mandate. Yet even after that total 180, when many perhaps voted for Obama based on the assurance that he would not force Americans to purchase health care or face some sort of penalty, even then, those who strongly objected were labeled racist. For those who didn't witness it, the Obamacare blitz was incredible to behold. Obama went as far as suggesting that, in America's current healthcare system, doctors were cutting off patients' feet for extra profit. All I'm saying is, let's take the example of something like diabetes, one of uh, a disease that's skyrocketing, partly because of uh, obesity, partly because it's not... Uh, treated as effectively as it could be right now if we paid a family if a family care physician works with his or her patient to help them lose weight modify diet monitors whether they're taking their medications in a timely fashion they might get reimbursed a pittance but if that same diabetic 
ends up getting their foot amputated, that's $30,000, $50,000. Immediately, the surgeon is reimbursed. But the mandate and the limb amputation lies were just a few of the many lies to come in the effort to pass this sweeping health care transformation. You can keep your plan if you are satisfied with it. If you like the plan you have, you can keep it. If you like your plan and you like your doctor, you won't have to do a thing. You keep your plan. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. If you have insurance that you like, then you will be able to keep that insurance. If you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. In actuality, somewhere between 4 and 7 million Americans lost their health care plan and or the doctor that they liked and wanted to keep. 4 and 7 million people. It was such a big lie that even the liberal fact-check site PolitiFact awarded Obama's statement the lie of the year. I don't know about PolitiFact, but... If I had to select just one lie for the lie of the year, man, that would have been difficult that year, given that there were so many from which to choose. A system where we're going to work with your employers to lower your premiums by up to $2,500 per family per year. We will start by reducing premiums by as much as $2,500 per family. Here's what changes saying to people who already have health insurance and the employers who are providing it will work to lower your premiums. By up to $2,500 per family per year. I also have a health care plan that would save the average family $2,500 on their premium. And if you already have health care, then we're going to reduce costs uh, an average of $2,500 per family on premiums. We're going to work with your employer to lower the costs of your premiums by up to $2,500 a year. And we'll cut the cost of a typical family's health care by up to $2,500 per year. But instead... The opposite happened. Rates rose an average of $2,500 per family. And according to a story in The Hill, the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association had released a widely publicized report in 2016 that said new enrollees under Obamacare had 22% higher medical costs than people who received coverage through their employers. And towards the end of 2016, the New York Times reported that costs were expected to rise another 10% or more over the year 2017. As a result, American healthcare, for better or for worse, has been transformed. So the question is, where do we go from here? What is Hillary Clinton's plan for the future of Obamacare? Before it was called Obamacare, it was called Hillary Care, as you remember. I, remember. I fought really hard. The insurance companies and the drug companies spent millions against me. It's hard to believe that insurance companies would fight with millions of dollars a law that forces Americans to buy their product. I mean, if a law was passed that said everybody had to subscribe to the blaze or pay a big penalty, I hope I would oppose it on principle, since it would be unconstitutional. But man, would it be good for business. So during the election of 2016, Hillary Clinton said she would not only not repeal Obamacare, she would work to expand it which would be disastrous. But America had a choice. The Republican candidate for president, Donald Trump, as a Republican and a billionaire entrepreneur, surely he had a plan to restore the free market principles 
to the American healthcare systems. What's your plan for Obamacare? Obamacare is going to be repealed and replaced. Obamacare is a disaster. If you look at what's going on with premiums, whether up 45, 50, 55 percent. So how do you fix it? There's many different ways, by the way. Everybody's got to be covered. This is an unrepublican thing for me to say, because a lot of times they say, no, no, the lower 25 percent, they can't afford private. But universal health care. I am going to take care of everybody. I don't care if it costs me votes or not. Everybody's going to be taken care of much better than they're taken care of now. The uninsured person. Right. Is going to be taken care of. They're going to be taken care of. How? I would make a deal with existing hospitals to take care of people. And you know what? This is probably. Make a deal. Who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it, but we're going to save so much money on the other side. During the campaign for the GOP nomination in September 2015, Donald Trump told Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes and thus the nation that he favored universal health care paid for by the government. And he didn't care if it cost him votes. Well, the good news for Donald Trump, it didn't. But he said his plan was to repeal Obamacare and replace it with universal single-payer health care, which strangely sounded exactly like the dream of another candidate. How do we get the federal government to take care of its business? I happen to be a proponent of single-payer universal health care We have come a long, long way in a very short period of time with America's health care system, the world's finest. It was a system that offered the best quality health care on the planet. Yes, it was expensive. But what progressives have done is to make it even more expensive. And in the process, they've also taken away the choices from Americans and compromised the quality. But quality health care service was never the goal of this effort. A progressive effort that, as we outlined on an earlier segment, began over a hundred years ago. The goal was not health care. It was something quite different. As Barack Obama's former administrator of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, Donald Berwick, admitted. Any health care funding plan that is just, equitable, civilized, and humane must, must redistribute wealth from the richer among us to the poorer and the less fortunate. Excellent health care is by definition redistributional. By their own admission, it has nothing to do with treating and healing the sick and afflicted. It has everything to do with the redistribution of wealth and ingraining more Marxism into the American economy. Glenn Beck. It said that any society is three missed meals away from chaos. Think of that. We saw it in New Orleans when the levees broke. Three days and it's chaos. Three skipped meals in any society and it's chaos. Have you solved your food problem yet? Imagine what would happen if those that depend on you had no access to food because of whatever is going on in the world. The last thing you want to do is suffer through a crisis without access to food. And that's why I encourage you to take decisive action now while you can to protect yourself and your family by building an emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is standing by to help right now. This week, their four-week food supply is 99 bucks. That's 140 adult servings of easy-to-cook food that lasts up to 25 years, but you got to order now. Call 888-411-6875 or visit preparewithbeck.com. Limit two at this special $99 price, but the number to call is 888-411-6875 or you can go online at preparewithbeck.com. 